Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Survivor. This is episode 10. It's like the perfect crime. Tonight, Michael was saved yet again. We had beautiful... Beautiful views over Fiji in a wonderful helicopter and another player lost at the Game of Lies. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Welcome, everybody, to Survivor. The perfect crime the here perfect tonight. Crime. It is episode 10 for Survivor. We are so happy that you guys are joining us in the studio yet again on this beautiful Wednesday. I am your host, Paige Bonanno, and my co-host for the evening here. What's up, everybody? I am Timothy Michael. Unfortunately, James is still not here, still feeling a little bit under the weather, but we're hoping that he can be here next week. Absolutely, and I hope that he might be tuning in with a live chat, so you guys stay tuned on there and let us know your thoughts on this episode. Yes. It was a great episode, first of all, I thought. I, Loved it. I agree. Overall thoughts? Um, so I really enjoyed this episode. Um, there were a few things that I didn't like, and we're going to get nitpicky once we start getting into the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I liked it, but mm-hmm. I'm still a little depressed that Desiree went home because she was on my fantasy draft. And I felt like she was one of those players that, once again, like Gonzalez, Gonzalez mm-hmm. in, the, in the beginning of the season. Gosh, she, I forgot about her. I know, but she was one of those players that could have went really far. Yeah. And I feel like Desiree got cut too short, but it's it's because of her own fault. So. Yeah. No, I agree. I thought it was a great episode overall. Like I said in the intro, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, Michael, how he's saved yet again. Um, we had a great reward challenge tonight of being, like, flown over Fiji, and it was was probably the challenge that I would want the most. They also had food, but I would rather have the views than food. <laughs> and also, um, Desiree, so we know, obviously, spoiler alert, you guys just watched the episode, but she was voted out tonight. Um, and she really, really, really got caught up in some lies, yeah. which we will definitely talk about because um, I feel like a lot of people will have a different opinion on how she went about it. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited I to know get into I that. Do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I'm like, I'm interested to see what you're going to say. I think we might have different, different opinions. Okay. Um, so anyways, we'll get right at the top. Um, speaking of Desiree, um, right as her intro, we came in on her. Yep. Um, but we also saw, you know, she was talking a little bit about how, like, she was just so starving. And she looked so freaking skinny, too. Yeah. But, they um, all do at this point. Yeah. But I don't know. For some reason, for her, she really strikes me as, like, very thin. But she also talked about a little bit about her homelessness. Yeah. And that's an interesting thing to um, you see. I mean, we didn't obviously dive too deep into it because it's, like, a very personal matter. But um, interesting to see that um, she was homeless and she has gone through this. Yeah. Always around the, the mid uh, uh, range so 27 mm-hmm. going to the 30 day mark people really start you really start understanding that people are literally without food and they're yeah. pretty much starving mm-hmm. so I like that they dove into Desiree's backstory a little bit I just felt like it was a little too late too little too late yeah um and I felt like one of the critiques that I had this episode was, you know, Survivor has been really good about not foreshadowing things. Mm-hmm. And I felt like once they started giving mm-hmm. Desiree a lot of uh Attention. interview camera time I was like 
she's probably going to be the one going home tonight. See, I actually thought it was going to be Kellen going home tonight only because mm. Kellen had that statement where she was like, oh, you know, obviously everything's happy and pretty and go lucky and we're great with Naveed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, oh, God, she's going. Yeah. But, um, I mean, Desiree says basically she's at the bottom of Navidi and she's ready to shift and ready to take everybody out. Kellen specifically. Yeah. Um, although Kellen and her have had the relationship since the beginning. Yeah. Um, she goes and tells... Laurel, yes, and thinking that she can trust Laurel, um, which I'm not sure. Like, did they ever have like some big moment where they said they could trust each other? No, and I felt like Desiree was on this whole black girl magic thing, and it was not ah, happening with yeah. Laurel. Like, she did not reciprocate freaking, the feelings. She is freaking loyal to her people. She is loyal, loyal to Dom, Donathan, and Wendell, yes. and I commend her for that because but- at the end. I will look at that and go, you know, you were true to your alliance no matter what anybody But even said. last week, she was saying, oh, you know, I'm going to need to take out Wendell and Dom at some point. I feel like she said that a few times. She has said that a few times, but at the... As Maybe we she's saw, looking for right, forward. But then as we saw last episode, she thought about it, and then she's like, no, 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 it's not the time. It's all about timing. And yeah. I felt like that was with another issue with Desiree. She didn't, She wouldn't have gone home tonight. She was fine, I think, in her alliance. Michael would have went home tonight. Yes. Once again, Michael got saved, not because of somebody else. Like, last episode, he saved himself, mm-hmm. but he lucked out tonight. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely did. Um, and we'll get into that a little bit more later. But moving into the reward. Yes. I thought the reward was great. I, like we said earlier, it was flown in a helicopter above the islands. And you get some food, which like, is an added <laughs> bonus. But for me, I'm all about the views. Like, oh, yeah. yes, I know you're hungry, but you never get that experience again to go to Fiji and go in a private helicopter above the mountains. I completely agree with you. Like, I can go to the deli and get, like, a little yeah. sandwich with some meat and cheese and some brownies. But when is next time I'm going to be able to take a helicopter ride over oh, Fiji? It looked amazing. It looked beautiful. And it was teams of two. Um, team one is Sebastian, Michael, Chelsea, Kellen, and Jenna. Good mm-hmm. roster. And team two is Wendell, Dom, Laurel, Des, and Angela. And poor little Donathan was left out. And I feel like that's really sad. Like, <laughs> I mean, I know it's like a numbers thing, but yeah. first of all, he had no chance on reward, couldn't play the game. And and lastly, like, you know, you guys remember what it's like to be in elementary school and not yeah. be picked at sports. Like, that's freaking sad. Like, it's really, it, it hurts you. Yeah, no, it's, but then at the same time, like you said, it's a numbers game and uh-huh. it's just the name of the game. And I feel like they didn't pick Donathan, I don't know, probably. He's because, freaking stronger than half the people out there. That's true. And I'm going to disagree with what you said with when you, I mean, yes, Orange had a very strong team, but I feel like mm-hmm. Purple had a really strong team as well. I feel like no matter the, which mm-hmm. way you divvy up these teams right now, each team will have a, an equally fighting chance. Yeah, and to be honest, like, Wendell and Sebastian have always every single challenge they stand out they are the leaders they do most of the grunt work they really bring the teams to where they need to go and when I see them on separate teams I'm like okay we have a little bit of an even playing field here and I liked that you know they were on separate teams obviously it was random but I do just feel like Wendell and Seb are so such strong players both physically like in the challenges every time yeah and I I, yeah I don't I don't look at Sebastian as like a very strong player though. Is that weird? Like I feel like he hasn't really stood out to me in one way or the other. When it comes to swimming, when it comes to swimming challenges, when it comes to fisting challenges, Sebastian, yes, he's very no, good at it. You know it, what but... I'm thinking right now what? is like you bringing that up has made me think that I don't think I've ever t- like seen Sebastian talking gameplay. I know. Like, when we're back at camp every time, Sebastian is never in the conversation. Right. He's too busy fighting with strange. Jenna because Jenna doesn't talk gameplay. Jenna's either. not in the conversations either. I know. That is so annoying because, like, I always notice that Sebastian's just such a good player in the challenges. Like, I, I just really think that he carries his mm-hmm. team always, and he's just a team player. Yes. But we never see him talking strategy. Yeah. Seb, Do up your game. Do we think that'll, like, bite him in the butt? I don't think he would ever win. 
Survivor, no. like the game, I don't think that he would win either. I feel like he's not doing enough Unless right later now. in the game, he really showed himself. I feel like at this point, 27 days in, it's too late. Yeah, I honestly feel like it's too late. Dude, like, you got like 10 days left. 11, yeah. 12, 12 days left. Like if we're not talking about you every episode, then you you aren't doing enough. That's how exactly how I feel about Chelsea. Yeah. See, but I we feel don't like, talk about Chelsea. But see, I I I completely understand what you're saying, but at the same time, I feel like Chelsea's like the sleeper agent because Chelsea's been trying to make moves yeah. with Angela, with Desiree. Like she tried to say that for Desiree in this episode tonight, and she's been pretty loyal to Angela. So they've been trying to get this girls thing going, and it just the stars have not aligned for them. Out of the people that we have, I would say that Jenna would never win the game. Uh, sorry, F- Sebastian would never win the game. Mm-hmm. And Chelsea? Chelsea would never win the game. They don't talk enough gameplay to me. They don't really strategize. They kind of sit in their bubble. Like, or maybe maybe Chelsea does, and we just haven't seen a lot of her. Yeah. But I I legitimately can't think of times where we really hear Seb or Jenna. I I just I, call him Seb now. We have nicknames, I guess. I I can agree with you just in comparison with the other players because I mean that says a lot about the other players because we still have Wendell, Dom, Michael, Laurel. Well, not Desiree mm-hmm. anymore. And Angela. I feel like any of those people can play, can can win. Yeah. Angela more on the bot- bottom of that list, unfortunately, just because she hasn't... I felt like if she had power, because when she won immunity, yeah. she was all, all gung-ho about changing stuff up. Yeah. And I felt like her not... Well, we'll talk about it, but her yeah. not getting an advantage tonight, I felt like that is every time... I feel like she's just scared to do something without any kind of power behind her because I feel like... She doesn't want to go home. And yeah. I feel like she's ready to shake things up when she knows that she's secure. Yeah. No, that's a great point. Um, speaking of Angela, she goes to Ghost Island. Yes. And um, they always go to rocks. Well, ever since we've had the merge and we're not two mm-hmm. tribes anymore, it's gone to rocks every single time. And I feel like you do kind of... I mean, they don't really have a choice. Well, I was actually going to ask you because I wrote it down. I said, would it be better if... It didn't have to be a unanimous decision. Wouldn't it be like better TV if to it was talk like about it. to talk about it? A, but like, what if three people in that tribe want to send this person and only two people? But then because it's three, because they're those three outvoted the two. Yeah. it's like mini tribal councils. You know yeah. what I mean? Instead of it being have to be a unanimous decision, and then that person is the one to go, and then they always they're always going to go to rocks. It's not even exciting. No, they're you know not, I mean? they're always going to go to rocks. You yeah. know, it'd be interesting if they like actually did a mini tribal and they were like, all right, everybody, write down your vote for who goes to go. <gasps> See. That'd be fun. Like, have little stools and, like, everybody, like, sits down and does it. Right. And even if they didn't have enough of that time, at least yeah. at least have an opinion. At least have a voice about right. who you Because I'm pretty sure when they say everybody wants to go to Rocks because we can't be unanimous, I'm pretty sure somebody on the winning tribe is like, damn, I really would just want to send that person. Yeah. Because at the same time, think about it like this. Say you are trying to work with somebody else on the team that lost, and mm-hmm. you know that they can have an advantage. You could literally send your person to Ghost Island Mm-hmm. In order to get an advantage, and then hopefully right. they'll be able to share it with you. There's so many like things more you can do. Things you could do if it wasn't just a unanimous decision. And you know what? Like, okay, think about who's been to Ghost Island. So Kellen. Yep. <laughs> Angela now. Angela. Um. And that's, that's it. it. Everybody else who's been is then voted off. <laughs> yeah. I, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, Kellen's the only one. So like, you can't even really talk about it or figure it out. Like, and I'm sure she said. Well, when I got there, I wasn't able to play the game. Like, it's really fascinating that you brought that up. And you know what up. else is interesting is, like, we always hate that they don't play the game, that there's a chance that they're just not mm. going to play anything. And it's like, that just get like, if I was one of them, I would just go back anytime and just be like, yeah, I wasn't able to play the game. Like, you even oh, put yeah. that in their mind. Like, oh, yeah. Because then they think that you're going to have an advantage or something. So now they know to look out for Angela because she could potentially have an advantage. They don't know what she has. I'm sure she said I don't have a vote tonight. Like, it's, you think? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she She probably sure she told went. Chelsea, and that's it. 
Chelsea and Des are, I'm sure, the only I'm people she sure told. I'm she sure might, she might not have told anybody before the tribal because it could have screwed up her numbers mm-hmm. or the vote or whatever, and they could have, like, backlashed on her. But I feel like after that, she's going to be like, I wasn't able to vote tonight, you guys. Yeah, like, after, when she gets back. Right. Like, I played a game and I got a no vote. Yeah. Right. Um, so when we're on the reward, though, like, Michael basically talks to everybody and says, hey, you guys, like, I know I'm on the bottom, but I'm, I'm willing to work with you. And Kellen, from the start, is very apprehensive about anybody, like, switching from Navidi and, you know, Sebastian and Jenna say, yeah, yeah, we might be willing to work with you. And Kellen's like, there's no way. Like, they do, they're not going to consider it. We are 100% Navidi strong. Right. And it's just like, I don't know. I feel like Kellen, I, I feel like she sometimes is a little bit taking it to, like, she's so trusting to a fault. Mm-hmm. Tonight, obviously, we saw that she went with her gut. Right. But I feel like before that, it was kind of like, you know, she kind of is a little bit trusting to a fault. I think what I like about Kellen, though, is that she's not... Because, like I said, on day 27, mm-hmm. not only does fatigue and hunger start coming into play, but paranoia really starts to set yeah. in with, like, you hear your name, and it's like, what'd you say? And it's right. like, oh, we were just talking about you using the bathroom, or whatever. I felt like <laughs> Kellen is really good at not being paranoid, and that's definitely going to help her in the long run. That's true. And I do also feel like when people confront her about it, she's like, there's no way that would... Like, she'll speak her mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she'll yeah. say, I don't believe you, or I believe you. Right. Hmm. They really did look like they had fun on the, the reward challenge, they though. Did. Like, I yeah. mean, I would have liked some deli sandwiches and stuff like that, too. Right, they had fun. And just, if you guys want to have fun and learn and grow in all areas of your life, for those who do, we've got a podcast for you. Conversations with Maria Menounos Podcast Edition is hosted by our very own AfterBuzz TV founder, Maria Menounos, and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews, along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life. From health and wellness to career, relationships, finances, and more, let our Maria be the big sister that you've got always wanted. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free and be sure to rate and comment and when you do, let Maria know that it was us, her survivor panel, yes. that sent you to her because we do get the credit and we do get the recognition <laughs> and we love when Maria shouts us out. Uh, it's like a vanity thing. We do live in Los Angeles. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, Conversations with Maria Menounos Podcast Edition, guys, every Friday on iTunes. Check it out. Nice. Perfect. Yeah, you guys, check that out. Definitely. Um, moving along, so... I had written earlier that I was like, I feel like the only alliance that I feel like is very, very strong Mm -hmm. is Donathan and Laurel. The two of them together, I feel like, is the only alliance that is really, really there. I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to say that Dom and Wendell also have a very strong alliance I think they have a strong alliance, but not as strong as as Donathan and Laurel. But I also Mm -hmm. think, here's what I think. I think Laurel and Donathan will be so loyal to each other where, like, potentially they will both get to the end. But I don't think that Donathan would ever win over Laurel. No, I don't. I mm, oh yeah, no, I don't think that he would either. And I felt like I feel like if we're gonna pick cracks in the alliances, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go with Dom and Wendell. And I'm like, these are two alpha males. Um, they haven't really been like bashing mm-hmm. it over our heads about it, which I like. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they, they they are alpha males. And I feel like if it's the two of them, somebody is gonna turn on somebody. I don't know if it. Would, what if like Dom and Wendell were in the end? Who would you vote for? Wendell. Okay. Oh, wait. And, no, wait. Maybe I changed my mind. See? They're oh, really wait. hard to differentiate. I, know. I don't know who I would pick. And you know what? I'm going back. And what I just said, I don't think Jonathan would ever win over Laurel. Now I'm kind of thinking about it. That was like such an instinct for me to say that. And now I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, when you really rack your brain, though, it's yeah. like, yes, Laurel's been a strong player, but like, Donathan has really come up in himself. Donathan and he's has, really shown progression. He definitely has the underdog story 
line going but i do for feel him. like he maybe wrote on the coattails of laurel a little bit i agree i don't i think that he's wrote on the co- coattails of, of other people mm-hmm. as well and i don't i don't think that i would vote for him in the but end but he's not like a goat like abby maria or something like he no, no, really no, no, goes no. for it or at Jenna. least yeah yeah like yeah <laughs> exactly um so anyways this is kind of where we get to the point where dom and Callan. so it's like desiree tells something to laurel laurel tells donathan donathan mm. tells dominic dominic tells Callan. it gets back to desiree like this is a freaking mess yes and so, basically, like, f- the first thing in this scenario is L- Desiree goes up to Laurel and yep. says, this is what I want to do. I want to vote out Colin. And Laurel goes immediately to Dom, right? Yep. And she tells Dom. And then Dom just goes back and tells Colin. And Colin says, I do not believe you. This is not true. And goes back and, and talks to Laurel. Yes. So, I guess, I mean... I know that Desiree wants to take Kellen out, and it, I think it's a, a good plan. Like, I think that she, you know, you have to kind of make these decisions at some point. Yeah. When Desiree confronts Laurel in front of everybody, how did you feel about how that went? Okay, I had respect for Desiree mm-hmm. up until she started lying. Because I'm one of those people that if I have a problem with you, yeah. then I'm going to go right up to you and I'm going to say it to your face. This is how I am from New York, you mm-hmm. guys. That's just how <laughs> we do. Um, I feel like... What backfired, though, was when she got caught in the lie and then Wendell came around and then she tried to change her whole story to, to so that Wendell would overhear mm-hmm. her story to make it seem like she was innocent in this whole thing. And I but feel what like, was the story that she that she what did she say when Wendell came up? She was saying that, that the, this conversation between her and Laurel never happened because she knew that Laurel oh. went back to Dom and, and Wendell and told her what she said. So now she's telling Laurel because she that confronted it Laurel never and said, why would you tell her that? And then Wendell comes up and she says, I never said that. I think what I was really lacking was Laurel's like kind Laurel of never like, even responded. Right. Like none. Nothing like I. What are you talking about? Like, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you saying that this is not true? Like, I would have been we would have been having words because I'm not going to let you sit there and just lie blatantly in front of Mm -hmm. everybody and to my face. The thing is, is like if Desiree wouldn't have, okay, if if she would have controlled her temper when when Kellen said, hey, they told me that you're maybe going to vote me out. If she would have just sat on that, Kellen didn't believe that Desiree was going to vote her out. Like, she didn't believe it. I don't think that she would have voted for her tonight. But it was Desiree that went up and, and went back to the group, yelled at them, and blew up her game. No, no, no. I honestly feel like because... if See, here's the thing. If it was just a conversation between Laurel and Desiree, mm-hmm. then it was only those two people. Like, if it was, it was only those... Like, she literally had this conversation in front of Michael, Angela, Chelsea. Like, it's all these other True. people that she had the conversation in front of. So all these other people are going to be like, when the hits the fan, all right. people are going to be like... Well, no, you actually did say that. So there's. But why did she, why did it have to hit the fan? If she wouldn't have gone back, and what she had her first initial conversation with the group, great. Yes, Kellen is not close enough with the people in that group where they would have necessarily said something. Right. Maybe they could have not said anything, and then had Desiree not gone back and blew up the game, then they all started talking to each other about it. But it was it. the chain effect, though, because yeah. once Laurel went to Dom, Dom went to Kellen. So it's like this domino effect right. that that could have been avoided if Desiree had just had a one-on-one conversation with Laurel and seen yes. where it landed instead of having it in front of a whole bunch of people. Because I feel like once you start lying, mm-hmm. nobody wants to work with you, especially when you can do it with such a like a good way. Because if you were sitting here lying to somebody and I'm sitting here looking at you, like, damn, Paige is lying right and now. And she also and is like, I swear to God, I... I didn't like right and the thing is is okay uh, tell us how you guys feel on the live chat about the way that she lied because okay i think that while she was very manipulative and sneaky 
at the end of the day, it is Survivor. Like, you do have to lie. I don't mm-hmm. think, like, she necessarily did it in the right way, but I'm not mad at her for, like, keeping up her lie to the end. And we saw after Tribal, she was like, damn, they didn't believe me. And I was like, okay, so she's like... She is good at lying. No, she is good at lying. Rihanna B in the chat said Dez should have owned uh, that she lied to try to get on good terms with her alliance, which I agree with. If she would have just copped up to it and said, look, I said something like I tried and then at least. So you're saying that she should have told Kellen, hey, I did lie. At least she would have went out with a little bit more dignity. And I feel like other people would have had more respect for her because I feel like you sitting there watching somebody lie straight to somebody else's face with a straight face. But she was already that, voted off. But I feel like that really questions, like, would I ever want to work with you even if I didn't want to vote you Well, off? yeah, so if she didn't get voted off, then obviously back at Tribal, they would or at camp, they would all have talked about it and they would have been like, dude. It's funny because Girl 96 in the chat says if she, she owned up to it, she might have had a chance. I'm saying, like, if she, she might have had a chance. You lying, 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 like, you literally just... You're you, saying if she owned up to it to Kellen and Chelsea and said... So if if I was like your best friend and I voted with you a hundred percent of the time, like we mm. never had any rifts or anything, right? And then someone told you that I was plotting against you, and then I went up to you and said, "Yeah, I was." Would you be freaking mad at me? You'd be like, "All right, you're gone." I, I see. I would be more like Kellen. Like I would be like, I, I half of me wouldn't believe it, and I would have to go to other people no, and I'm get saying, all if the information. I specifically went up to you and told you, "Yes, I was lying," and I tried to get you out. Oh no! See, no, I would respect that. I honestly, no, I would completely respect that and be like, "Well, why? Let's have a conversation about it." I would obviously have that in the back of your head, but you wouldn't yeah. have went home tonight. Right, because... I'd have been like, you... Because you, I'd have been like, now you owe me. I'd have been like, now you think that... <laughs> yeah. Now you got caught in a lie, so now you owe me for the next couple of votes. And But I'm still going to be thinking yeah. like, oh, but I still need to get her yeah, out because I'll never trust you 100% again, right. but I'm still going to use you for your vote. Right, right, right. And either way, like, Kellen is still seen as a... In this scenario, would have still been seen, been seen as a stronger player. Mm-hmm. And Desiree is the one that wants to get her out because she is such a, a threat. Yeah. Des- Desiree said herself, if I'm sitting up against Colin, I'm never going to win. Which is understandable. And I like how Dom said, you know, they're they're trying, Desiree and Chelsea are trying to build up their resumes because, like I said, this they is know that the time they that they to. need to. And it really just backfired. People in the chat also agree. Eric Olin also agrees. Thomas McGee said Des lied to too many people who knew it was a lie. Um, Austin Kim said she was in too deep. Like, everybody in the chat pretty much agrees that Desiree just went, she was in she over her head. She went too far with the lie. But, yeah. I mean, once you get... <sighs> I don't know. I feel like I would have been so awkward in that situation. I've been like, uh, I don't know if I Hold on. keep it up or not. Really quick. Royal 15 in the chat said Desiree should have flipped it on Laurel. Royal 15, I want you to go a little bit more into that because I, I want to hear your thoughts on that. Because I because the thing is, could she have flipped it on Laurel? Because I don't think she could have because she didn't have enough numbers because she already told everybody at once. Like Michael and them all heard her say this. I don't know if it, if she would have had the means to flip it around on Laurel. Right. This is why she needed to have it one-on-one. Yeah, of course. There I mean, were so many mistakes yeah. that Desiree made. and I think, honestly, like, Desiree was so fatigued and tired. Like, she just looked dead. <sighs> yeah. She just looked like she was, like, ready to <laughs> throw in the towel anyways. I don't think that she gave up. I no, really I don't, don't think she gave like... up. She freaking uh, held up her lie until the very end. Yes. Yeah. Good for her. I yeah. mean, if that's the plan. Here's the thing. I didn't agree with the choice, but I can respect her yeah. for going 100% with it. At least she wasn't, like, halfing it and yeah. being like, oh, yeah, I lied. Maybe I didn't lie. Yeah. Like, at least she was like, no, she's lying. Yeah. I told the truth. Like, I, I can If you're gonna lie, that. go for it. Right. Go for it like right. she did. Go be, big or go hey, home. But she should she teach went, class on how to be a liar. <laughs> and it's funny, though, because, like, a lot of times when people lie like that, we get so annoyed with them, and I'm like, I'm not mad at all. Like, she did what she had to do. I was mad. I'm only mad for selfish reasons because, like, like I said, I can I can really yeah. see her going further. And if yeah. it wasn't for this life, if it wasn't for her 
having this conversation with a group of people instead of just one on one, she could have went a lot further. Especially because she's so good at lying. Yeah, exactly. Like, Like once you get to the end and you use that, you know? Oh my gosh. Um, immunity challenge, though. Yes. Um, oof, I was just talking about how I haven't seen much of Chelsea, and then she goes and wins immunity. Okay, I need to talk about this yes. because Kellen and Desiree both, I mean, Ke- sorry, I'm still on Desiree here. Yes. Kellen and Chelsea both have been doing really, really well on these challenges. They've been getting to the final three, final Mm -hmm. fours of these individual immunity challenges, and I'm really impressed. This is where I say, like, Chelsea, people are sleeping on Chelsea because I feel like she is slowly, like, one of those people that's like, I'm going to, like, she's a strong player. She's just not doing enough strategically right now. Or maybe, like, we're just not seeing enough from her on the camera, or maybe she's just, like, not compelling enough, whereas, like, I don't know. I feel like Kellen's story and stuff is like more compelling, and we ne- we haven't seen anything about Chelsea's background. Yeah. Like I don't know. Maybe it's that situation where I just maybe I just don't find her as compelling of a character. And I also feel like she has been trying to make moves, but like I said, the stars just haven't been aligning mm-hmm. for her and and Angela and Desiree for having this girls' alliance and going yeah. against whoever they wanted to go against because it hasn't it hasn't been working. Right. Speaking of girls, the last three challenges has all been won by females since we got to the merge. Mm-hmm. A females won every time. Yeah. So it was Kellen, then Angela, and now. Uh, and Chelsea. God knows she, she didn't win the challenge. Um, and Chelsea. So props to the girls. They're really killing it. Um, I think we have like a more even number of, of guys and girls now at this point. Uh, yes, we have one. No, we only have one, four, two, three. Four guys. Four guys. And one, two, three, four, five girls. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's, oh wait, Donathan too. No, we have one, two, three. We have five guys and five girls. We have wow. ten people. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a little more even now, so I, I wonder how, like, people are going to shake it up. Which is nice, but at the same time, it, it just, it I feel like it was a missed opportunity for the girls, or even, well, for the girls, because they always had the majority. But they could have, they could have mm-hmm. had an all-girls alliance and went against the guys, but I felt like Laurel is just so, so gung-ho on this alliance with Dom, Wendell, and Donathan. Right. Which I'm okay with, but it could have been fun to have an all-girls alliance. Yeah. So far in the game, because these never last. I feel like they never, yeah. They never they, last. They don't. They never last. Um... Donathan, okay, so Donathan find Donathan and Michael go to look for an idol together. That's right. And Michael knows from the start it's really not smart to look for an idol with somebody else, but we clearly see they were like pretty separated as they were looking for idols. Like yes. I think they were just kind of using it as their own way to look for idols, but together. Donathan actually finds it from Brains versus Bronze versus Beauty. Scott's old idol, yeah. Yeah, um, Scott's old idol. And basically, though, we find out that it has no power on its own, and it needs to be combined with Ty's old idol, because I, I thought that was fun how they did that. That was cool. Yeah. Yes, because they stay, and I felt like James would have approved of this, too, because he's always like, stay yeah. true to what it was originally, and that's exactly what they did. Yeah. They had to have two in order for it to work. Well, no, basically, first, they had, oh, but but they could have used the idols on their own, right? No, I think... I think they could have used them on their own, but it could be combined oh, into a super right. idol. Yes, the that other could one be. could have been used as a super idol. But for some reason, I don't know. I just think this one is a little more fun that they that they did it this way. I don't know mm. because then he can still get. He has every chance to get it, but it's a lot harder because it's underneath the shelter. And we see him being just so freaking awkward. G- sorry. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Get- oh, gosh. I'm going to murder your name right now. Gidget69. I think I got it. Gidget69 okay. says, okay, so when are we going to get to Donathan's hilarious attempts to be sneaky? And we're right, getting right, to right. it right now. Because I felt like that was a really funny Dude, moment. He was sitting there so awkward, like, trying to just, like, reach under and, like, not have, have anybody see him just in the middle of the shelter. I'm like, you are so freaking obvious. Literally so obvious. And he gets to the point where he just, like, I mean, I think he would have told Laurel anyways. But Laurel comes over, and I think he uses that more of, like, okay, I trust you like you're my biggest ally like help me out here yeah and i think it's okay that laurel knows a lot of times when people tell people about their idols i'm like you are telling the wrong person you don't know that person well enough like 
like I said earlier, Donathan and Laurel, I feel like, are one of the strongest alliances. So you're okay with him telling Laurel? Yes. But I Anybody like, else? I wouldn't have been okay. I don't know. I feel like Laurel would go and tell Dom and Wendell about this guy, the, the idol that, that he has. I don't know if she would for Donathan. If it was Wendell that had told her or Dom that had told her, I think she would tell Donathan. Or tell the whole group, but I don't do not think she would tell for, for Donathan's. Guys in the chat, let us know what you think. Do you yeah. think that Laurel would turn on Donathan or Wendell and Dom first, or all three? Yeah. Also, um, cliffhanger. Did Donathan ever get the idol? That's right. Okay, guys. Guys in the chat, we need your help. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so our TV glitched here in the studio. Yeah. So it literally went from him sitting on the the shelter to the immunity challenge. Yeah. So we missed maybe like two or three minutes of footage. Did he find? Did he find the idol or did not? Did he get the other idol or not? And if he, if so, how did Laura help him out or what? Yes, guys in the chat, we need your help. <laughs> Please let us know. Um. Anyways, we talked like mostly about tribal and like how the games were kind of blown up. But something that at tribal, like it's been annoying me lately a little bit, and tonight especially is how. Mm. There's just no secrets anymore. I liked when in Survivor you could have these talks with people and you didn't blow everything up at Tribal when you just went to go vote. And now it's like everything's a whole conversation and everything is out on the table. And sometimes it's a little annoying. Sometimes it's like you do need to talk to these people and not have it blown up in front of everybody. Okay, so really quick, Eric Olin, our guy, yes. said, uh, yes, he did get the aisle. Sense. And then Desi Girl 96 chimed in and says he got it, but all of Malolo know now. Wait, wait, how? Wait. <laughs> Because remember Chelsea and um and somebody else was sitting right there looking at him, so I feel like once he tried to go. So wait, Royal Fifteen says Jonathan found the idol and he told Laurel, Michael, and Jenna. Oh my god! So literally everybody knows. But my also my other question is like, where was Michael when he did find the idol? Because at first they were looking kind of close together, and then he read off the idol, he went through it all, and like Michael never saw. I mean, it's an island. Yeah. I'm sure they like edited it they kinda... to see like. To show us that they were kind of close together, but I'm sure they were not. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Like, so good news. Donathan got the idol. Right. And thanks everybody in the chat for covering us. And now Michael, <laughs> no, see, what, wasn't Michael like when they were coming? Because I'm sure they walked back together. Yeah. Like, wouldn't he have told him? And now Michael's probably like, what? I mean, sorry, we didn't see that part, but. I'm know. sure he wasn't planning on telling anybody except yeah. for. Well, he, that's what it I'm was in such an awkward position. Like, you, you kind of. So, like, I'm to. saying if you and I went to go look for an idol together, we kind of split up a little bit and then we get back together and walk back to camp. I don't tell you about the idol that I found. Paige, even though we, if both... we went to look for an idol together and you found an idol, you better tell me about it. Okay, so there you go. So I find an idol. No, but we're close. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe Jonathan and Michael are too. I don't know. So they're going back. And then I don't tell you about it, but then you hear when I'm looking for it. Oh, wait, Ooh. by the way, when we went to look for idols together, I did find one. I don't know. I mean, you can't be mad at him because even Michael said when they went to go look for him, he's like, I didn't, I, I, the ideal situation idea, is yeah. not to look for it with Donathan. So you can't really fault him for, right. for not wanting to tell him about the idol. Yeah. I mean. um, about Tribal, though, too, also, like, every single thing revolved around Kellen. Like, tonight yeah. was a night that was so centered around Kellen. Like, I just wonder what... We'll see for her next week or as we keep going because she is very strong. And I feel like a lot of people aren't letting on to how or she's not letting on to how strong she is to a lot of people. So especially since everything was centered on her tonight, like will people kind of start to pick up on that finally? Um, Maybe. I'm pretty sure they. uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. Um, also, shout out to Jeff when when Des finally goes, all right, let's vote. Let's vote. Let's vote. And he goes, so are you saying you're ready to vote? Desiree, Desiree had the biggest yeah. talk game tonight. Hell yeah. Like she, like we said, she went for it. Like yeah. she, there was no faltering. Yeah. There was no like hesitancy. Yeah. Obviously they saw through it. Right. 
and I'm sure there were other conversations that I mean if you think about it like if I was listening to Laurel's story and Desiree's story I obviously would believe Laurel's story because yeah. she was the more calm of the two mm-hmm. which is funny because like if somebody was lying on you, you know, yeah, when like, they're so defensive about it, that's when you know that they're lying, right? But at the same time, like if somebody was lying on me, mm-hmm. I would be really defensive too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe but Laurel's just not. She she's Laurel not. never is. She's so even keeled. Yeah, so even keeled. But also like how Desiree Desiree says in her exit interview, Kellen was just the first man. I had plans. I'm like, girl, I loved you. Like I wish that we could have seen more of her. <laughs> Me too. I agree. Yeah. Um. So that was pretty much our show tonight. Yeah. Anything that I missed that you wanted to cover? Um. No. No. I think we. I think we got it all. Yeah. Uh, well, fifteen in the chat. And let me just really shout out the chat really quick because yeah. you guys are on fire tonight. You're covering us. We're we're having a really great conversation. Royal fifteen, Gidget sixty nine, Thomas McGee, um, Eric Olin, Rahil Chand. Um, haven't seen your name before, but welcome to the welcome. chat. Rihanna B, um, Mandara MW, Austin Kim, all these great people in the chat, you guys. We just want to take the time to, to thank you guys because without you, mm-hmm. there wouldn't be a show. Anybody who's listening on iTunes, please give us a five-star yeah. rating. Give us a comment. Give us a like on the YouTube page. Definitely interact with us throughout the week because we love interacting with you guys. Yeah, like let us know on Twitter what you thought of the episode right. or like on Instagram or anything. Like we love to hear that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and we might not respond to it, guys, but we definitely read it and we definitely see it. So. Yeah. We love you guys, and you know, without you, like I said, we wouldn't have a show. So that was great. Yeah. That's actually really true. We love our chat. We love our chat people. Talking about Instagram, yes. and we, you had some fun news I and gossip. I do have some news and gossip. Let's talk about news and gossip really quick. <laughs> <After Buzz. laughs> So in honor of one of our favorite players, Michael, uh, right, he's literally like one of our favorite players, you guys. And I feel like we should bring him up only because once again tonight he got saved. Yeah, yeah. Be- because of a broken alliance, essentially. Yeah. Um, so Michael has is pretty much blowing up outside of the game of Survivor. Hmm, I wonder why, because he's freaking gorgeous. Obviously he's gorgeous, you guys. And Ugh. I feel like he's one of those players. Like now Survivor can literally launch careers. And yes. I feel like that's exactly yes. what it's doing for him. Um, in a good way because sometimes you could it could go either one way yeah. or the other so since the show has aired in february 28th he has he has grown to 61,000 followers on Instagram from, um, from the show. I know. I mean, I wonder how many he had before. Oh, I don't know. But everybody else only has about like 7,000. Libby only has about 12, uh, 17,000. Oh. Chris Noble 61 only. 61 he has? Chris only has 8,000. Like, it, everybody else only has like these little bit of followers. 62! He's, he's got 60. Now he's got 62,000. Probably I mean, because he's so resilient. On. So you guys, I don't know if you guys follow him on Instagram. And if you do not, maybe you should. He'll get even more followers. But he is... A model now. He's only 19 years old. He is represented by several modeling agencies. LA Models, Ford Models of New York, and Cult Models of Germany. He's, he's literally Ford. He's literally an international model at this point. Um, Scouting Magazine is calling him the new it guy. Um, there's an ad campaign for uh, new era baseball caps that he's going to be the face of. I mean, he's gorgeous. Let me just, let me just, hey Michael, I'm just, I mean, watching. Paige is obsessed with Michael. There are some gifts. Are we cute together? There are some gifts or gifs, whatever you guys call them. I call them gifts. I I don't I know what you guys call them. Too. But there are some, there are, apparently there are some going around of but him But here's on my Island. question. Is he with Libby? I know. I, there's a lot of Instagram pictures of him, them together. I want to see when he goes to Ponderosa, like what connection they spark because it doesn't really seem like they were like together or anything before that yeah um just another quick little tidbit so he's from knoxville tennessee and a 
Three people um, have been on Survivor from Knoxville. Tina Wesson um, from 2001, 2004, and 2013 seasons of Survivor. Benjamin Coach Wade, 2009, 2010, 2011. And Haley Ford from 2015 and 2017 Speak, um, Survivor seasons. Speaking of models, I mean, Libby should be a freaking Libby, model. Did you see Libby come in with like the jury tonight? I mean, she's gorgeous. She's stunning. She's beautiful. But even with no makeup, like she's stunning. Like it's kind of sad. It's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's it a little depressing. Depressed. It's a little depressing. <laughs> They're both very attractive and they both live here in Los Angeles. Um, so maybe we should have them on our show. Michael ah! and Libby, if you guys want to come on our no, show together. Don't come on us. our show. You guys are too pretty. You're going to make us look bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't want to be anywhere around you We would have to people. give them the, best, the worst lighting. We'd have to light... Dude, I need a professional makeup artist to come do my hair and makeup that day. (laughs) Um, Let's get into less depressing news, so I'm not so sad about it. Um, Let's see who survived on our fantasy draft this week. Yes. (laughs) Guys, that's our new segment. I hope you really like it. We were so excited for that, so I hope you know. And that's going to be a thing now. That's going to be our thing. That's our new segment. Who was our survivor? Desiree was on your uh, team. Let's pull up the the graphic so that everybody can see it. Um, Yes, Desiree was mine. I'm down to three players along with James. Has three players as well. You saw four, though. I got Kellen, Angela, Jenna, and Wendell. Yes, and I still have Dom, Chelsea, and Michael. Dom, wait, you have Dom, Chelsea, and and Michael. Michael. And James has Sebastian, Laurel, and Donathan. Look at Sebastian in that picture. This is what (laughs) I think. If I had to pick one from each of our teams, I would pick Laurel, Kellen, and Dom. Yes. Who's the second one on your team, Chelsea? Chelsea. I don't like your team. You have a very strong team. I'm not going to lie. Hell yeah. I had a very strong team, and then Desiree went home because she got caught in a lie, and I'm really upset about it. I think it could be be Laurel, Kellen, and Dom. Dom. I would not be mad about Laurel and Kellen, um, and I wouldn't be mad about Dom either. I think think there are a lot of... Because usually with Survivor, at this route in the game, there's or this stage in the game, there's only about two to three that are like standouts, and there are a lot of standouts this season. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm really excited, and kudos to them for making the moves that they need to make to to keep their names in our mouths. Yeah, definitely. Um, moving on to predictions. Yes, predictions. Um, mm-hmm. We want to hear your guys' predictions as well in the chat because I'm sure you guys have a lot of them. Yes. And we got some predictions for y'all. But so next week, two people get voted out. Mm-hmm. And this is my question because a lot of, I mean, most of the time we see double episodes, obviously, yes. where it's like immunity and then we start over and then immunity. But this one was like, Two people are being voted out. So I wonder how that's going to go at Tribal doing the vote. See, here's the thing. I feel like because it's two people next week, mm-hmm. A, we have to find out if it's a two-hour episode. Right. And if it is, we do have to come in earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like this after this episode, it's going to shake things up. Like I, yes. feel like I feel like one or maybe two of the top players might be going home because I feel like if I was a player mm-hmm. and there's a double elimination and I know from the start because Jeff tells them, yeah. I feel like that's when I would start You have moves. to scramble too. Yeah. yeah. Ah. And then just hope my name's not on the chopping block. Well, I I feel like they they like want to get Michael out so bad at this point, which is really sad because I'm like I don't think he would win. I just don't like it when somebody's consistently on the bottom mm-hmm. and they always go for that one person instead of going for using a top that player. person and switching things up and like mm-hmm. like it's going to be Kellen, Wendell, Dom, Donovan, and Laurel, and they really need to break those guys yeah, up. Yeah, yes, if, and they the haven't that, even really done it. Like right. talked about it by and now. And the fact that Jenna, Sebastian, Chelsea. And um, Jenna, Sebastian, Chelsea, 
haven't went to Michael and tried to use him. Right. Use him for the vote. And he said that when, we, when they went to the reward tonight. I use know. me for a vote. It's a missed opportunity and it might come to bite them in and the And I butt. think Chelsea and uh, Angela were so caught up with like doing the girls alliance. Like you guys got to like do something else at this point, which is what Desiree was trying to do. And yeah. I give her props for that. And Angela. Angela could be part of that too. I said Angela. And using Michael. I didn't. Oh. oh, oh. But I'm just um, But yeah, I think that that is what Desiree is trying to do tonight. So I don't fault her for that. No. But um, great episode yes. overall. I loved it. Um, thank you to everybody in the chat. Yep, you guys are on fire. Oh, you guys are on fire. We love <laughs> you. Make sure to give us a like and subscribe on YouTube, on iTunes. Let us know how we're doing. Like we said earlier, tweet us, Instagram us. Let us know everything about Survivor because we are obsessed if you <laughs> didn't know already. Um, so that's about it. This was episode 10. And we are so happy to have you guys here. I'm your host, Paige Bonanno, and you can find me on all social media at Paige Bonanno. And I am Timothy Michael. You can find me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike. And we will see you right here next week. The tribe has, has spoken. spoken. <laughs> so many fun things tonight. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.